Welcome, this is Pastor Brian Hudson. Welcome to Conversations in Focus. This program is designed to bring people who are making a, a great impact and positive difference in people's lives, in the community, in God's kingdom. I'm so pleased to have today a, a woman of God who's doing a tremendous work in reaching the incarcerated population of women. Her name is Chaplain Dolores Epps. She works with Friends Fellowship. I want to welcome Dolores to our program. Welcome, Dolores. Thank you, Pastor. So good to have you. Thank you. Friends Fellowship is an institution in our community, maybe not known by everybody, but known by those who are being served uh, by this ministry. And I want to just let you learn more about Friends Fellowship, to connect you with them, to encourage your support of this ministry, to understand the work they are doing. It is so vital in our day. How long have you been involved in ministry to incarcerated women? Well, I started probably 36 years ago uh, at the inception of Friends Fellowship. Uh, at that time, it was called uh, Free in Jesus, and it was started by uh, a woman named Madeline Manning, and she was an Olympic track star. Mm. And uh, she came, she was working with the Bill Blass uh, ministry, and she came to Indianapolis, went into the women's prison with a few volunteers. And um, as a result, Friends Fellowship was uh, formed. Mm -hmm. Say, Bill Blass, I remember being involved in the yes. Bill Blass crusade. Yes. I was a volunteer and did yes. the, the training and the prayer. It was a tremendous... Uh, we went to, I think, uh, my group went to Pendleton okay. to minister okay. for the ministry. Now, Dolores Epps is a licensed and ordained minister from New Covenant Church, and I've been blessed to see how God has used her and blessed her both in business, now in ministry. And I'm very displeased to see how God can just take a life. And, and you know, God uses us different ways. And now Dolores, as a chaplain at, in a women's prison, Rockville Prison for Women is doing a lot of work to change lives. Now, how did you begin on this path to ministry, Dolores? Well, uh, the church was I, I was attending over 35 years ago. Uh, their choir would go into uh, the women's prison to celebrate birthdays. And um, I was a new Christian wanted to get involved in uh, serving the Lord and uh, was curious about um, what the choir did. And so I decided to go in with them. And I've been going ever since. <laughs> As a volunteer um, in the prison, off and on, as um, uh, a guest on some of the women's uh, visiting list. And at that time, when you're serving as a, 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 a guest on their visiting list, you have to forego being a um, volunteer with a ministry. So I did that for several years. So I've been back and forth in this ministry for over 35 years. Having served that long makes me think there's something about Jesus that makes a difference. So oh, tell yes. me what you've learned about the love of God and the power of God that helps people. Well, I have to start with my own life. You know, we, we think uh, we're uh, this Christian that's going in to help people, and we get helped ourselves. Um, uh, 
the Lord has taught me a lot about his love for for us, for people, um, whether they know him or don't know him. But for those that do know him, God, His pres- he says his presence is with us always. And it doesn't matter where we are, God's where we are, you know, if we are his children. And, and I've seen lives changed for uh, just because they came to know who Christ was. Um, they have uh, embraced God's truth and are trying to live it out to the best of their knowledge. But we go in to bring them hope, to let them know how valuable they are, um, um, to, to try to uh, come alongside of their brokenness, you know, and, and make a difference, you know, in sharing uh, the love. And, and the women are very appreciative, you know. Uh, when, when God's truth is revealed, it is embraced inside the prison in a way that you just wouldn't believe. Yes, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, those of us who are involved in prison ministry, the one thing you can't do is take cameras and video. No. You cannot film. Well, rare occasion you can, but almost never. And as you say, what what happens behind the walls is remarkable. And uh, yes, so I want to show you a, a brief video. We produced a video for Friends Fellowship, we being Vision Communications, my production company. And I was so honored to be able to produce this brief video to just expose people to the great work of Friends Fellowship. We're going to watch this video and come right back. Hello, my name is Chaplain Dolores Epps. Friends Fellowship is an organization dedicated to reaching women incarcerated within the Indiana prison system to bring them a message of hope, forgiveness, and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Since the mid-1980s, the population of female prisoners in the U.S. has risen at nearly double the rate of males. In 1982, after witnessing the need for a Christian presence within the women's prison, Olympic track star Madeline Mims founded the Friends Fellowship Ministry. The program was introduced to the Indiana Women's Prison in 1984 and has since grown from weekly Bible studies to worship services, spiritually based study courses, mentoring program, support groups, holiday assistance for the families of the offenders, and reentry support. The women who participate in Friends Fellowship Ministry are often searching for healing from issues such as substance abuse, domestic violence, and other forms of past trauma. Others are simply curious about Christianity. The majority of the women are seeking guidance on how to mend and renew relationships with loved ones. Friends Fellowship seeks to help these women by introducing them to the Word of God and encouraging them to apply what they have learned to their lives. One of the biggest challenges facing newly incarcerated women is how to acclimate into the rules-based culture of prison life. Another challenge after acclimation is how to navigate living in an unfamiliar, diverse community. The final challenge facing these women is successfully re-entering society. After serving their sentences, the women are often released out into a world they are no longer familiar with. They often lack support and have few resources to help them restart their lives. Through its outreach efforts, Friends Fellowship's goal is to help these women navigate their reentry, reconnect with their children and families, 
establish a stable foundation for the future, and avoid the trap of recidivism that often befalls ex-offenders. Friends Fellowship partners with other community-based initiatives and organizations to help provide services such as housing, income assistance, mentoring, and spiritual support. Through your donations, Friends Fellowship supplies many of its participants with clothing, household and personal care items, and transportation vouchers. I would like to extend the invitation to join us in our efforts to share the goodness of God's love and His message of forgiveness and redemption. We are looking for volunteers who have a heart for caring for the brokenhearted and who desire to bring hope to the hopeless. Whether it be by going inside the prison, volunteering with the women who have been released, or simply giving a donation, there is always a place in this ministry for those willing to help. For more information, visit our website, www.womenprisonministry.org. You can also learn about volunteer opportunities and make a donation to Friends Fellowship. Your support is greatly appreciated. Trust you enjoyed that brief video. You have a glimpse inside of what Friends Fellowship is doing, the great work that they're involved with. Chaplain Epps, let me ask you as director, what are you doing to help further the mission and work of Friends Fellowship? Well, one of my main responsibilities is coordinating uh, between volunteers and uh, prison, the prison authorities. Uh, um, I am responsible for uh, the women going in and what uh, areas they're going to serve in. So I kind of connect with the authorities to get permission to do that, get permission to offer the, the programs that we offer in into uh, the prison. And on the outside, I am probably the liaison between um, women coming out and uh, not just our volunteers, but or the other organizations that come alongside to help um, um, help the women um, re-enter into society. Um, I am the one. I'm the face of Friends Fellowship, so I. Uh, am probably the one responsible or the main person when it comes to raising money, the funds that we utilize to present the programs that we um, offer inside of the prison. So uh, the responsibility, you know, um, as leader means also getting down and uh, facilitating classes, yeah. filling in where volunteers might not be able to uh, uh, participate on a certain night, so wherever I'm needed. You'll see on your screen a website, womensprisonministry.org. I encourage you to go there and learn more about the ministry support Friends Fellowship. But I wanted to say, you know, again, Dolores being a minister, licensed ordained for New Covenant Church, we always teach ministers. We ask the question, how do you spell ministry? <laughs> how you spell service. It? Service. <laughs> service. And also W-O-R-K, okay? Work. Yes. And we appreciate you, Dolores, yes. for the work you're doing. It's it's a remarkable work. I know it's, uh, it's a labor of love. It, it definitely is. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure if, well, I... If someone had told me I would be inside the women's prison, I'd have said, no, I don't think so. But 
it's where the Lord led me, and I don't think I'd rather be anyplace else. Well, we thank God that God mm-hmm. placed you there because the difference you're making is remarkable. I go into the prison uh, at the Lord's invitation about once, twice a year, and I see the effectiveness. I see the the church in prison, which is there's a church. Yes. I mean, when yes. people gather in Jesus' name, they have, they are a church with with a pastor or a chaplain. In this case, that there, there there is of course a there is a chaplain at the prison as well. What's her name again, Chaplain? Uh, chaplain Andrea Lewis yes. and Chaplain uh, Blackburn. Yes. That we have two chaplains now. Yes, and they are very faithful. They they take care of the spiritual needs of the, of the ladies. We right. appreciate them so much. And for allowing Loris and others to come in to help them as well. Yes. Now, what are some of the programs and services being offered by Friends Fellowship? Well, monthly we have, we conduct a worship service. Um, and um, I uh, invite guest speakers to uh, come and share um, the gospel, the love of Christ with the women. And uh, we, we have church. We have communion. We have testimony um, once a month. And on a weekly basis, um, uh, twice a year, they have two semesters, we offer uh, Bible studies. On a weekly basis, we offer six Bible studies, and um, the Lord usually allows me to go through these Bible studies before I offer them yes. to uh, the women. And so we usually have uh, volunteers that facilitate these classes. Um, Besides offering the Bible study classes, we have a monthly birthday celebration for the women. They can sign up for what they uh, call birthday bingo. Okay. And the women uh, receive cake and ice cream, and uh, they can play bingo for uh, hygiene items, snacks, different things like that. So it's uh, uh, one of the highlights of the women uh, on a monthly basis and uh, during their birthday month. And they um, and it's been ongoing for over 35 years. Wow. We have some volunteers that uh, serve as mentors. Um, uh, the uh, Indiana Women's Prison, well, the IDOC has a program where you can serve as mentors to um, the ladies that are a part of this program. So we we serve in that capacity. We also have uh, whatever programs that uh, IDOC offer. In the summer, they have uh, what they call kids camps, where the uh, children can come and spend a fun-filled day with their with their mothers. Wow. And so we volunteer uh, alongside of them in whatever capacity they might need us. And so there are other programs that we do, but um, for the main part, we, are, we uh, offer that. Now, when the women are released and come back out into society, we try to come alongside them yes. um, and reach out to them, the needs that they might have, um, and food and clothing, helping, you know, with rent if that's possible, and uh, also transportation, you know, they need transportation to look for employment so we uh, can provide uh, bus passes, things like that for them. And uh, just support in um, an ongoing mentoring program 
that mm-hmm. we can mentor with the ladies as they um, uh, as they have need and directing them to other organizations and other ministries that also give give help to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, this is a lot. That's a lot being offered, and and that half has not been told. There's also the Christmas outreach yes. and all that. Yes, yes. but let yes. me say this to the viewers and listeners again. You'll want to check that website, womensprisonministry.org, and offer your support. I can't think of any better thing to do, you know, than to help a ministry that's helping ladies yes. reenter society victoriously. Uh, in fact, there's a term in corrections called recidivism. Yes. Uh, what does that mean? That means uh, uh, repetition. Some of the women coming out um, um, might get reconnected with friends and family that were a part of the reason they're there Mm -hmm. or just going back into that some old criminal behavior and habits and they end up back in prison. Mm -hmm. So wherever we can intercede to um, be a support to them, uh, let them know that they're they have alternatives to going back into that same lifestyle. That's what we want to do. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's so important. And one thing I know about prison ministry and that Christ in the hearts of people yes. and people supporting people is you reduce that rate of recidivism. Yes. When yes. you engage with people, first they their hearts change through Christ, and then when there's they're coming out of prison and being supported and mentored and helped, that further reduces the opportunity and the chance of going back and reoffending. It does. Mm-hmm. It yes. does. Let me ask you the next question here is, um, what are some misconceptions people have about incarcerated people or women in particular who are incarcerated? Well, I think one of the biggest um, drawbacks for the women is that um, society is unforgiving Mm. um, to people that have made bad choices and find themselves incarcerated. And so um, everybody's lumped together. You're no longer an individual. You're uh, an incarcerated person or a number. And And so people have misconceptions. They think all people that are incarcerated have little value when some of these uh, women, some people are highly educated. They are uh, have been productive parts of the community. Not all of them have lived a lifestyle of, uh, of being a criminal. And so we have misconceptions of their value and their worth and um, uh, just, you know, a lot of times feeling like uh, they're getting what they deserve, and they don't deserve anything else, which is untrue. Yes, that's sad. We, you know, those of us involved in pretty ministry, we know people belong behind bars. Yes, we know. Yes, this. they do. Some do, but then we understand that God reforms. In fact, the word penitentiary is from the, the word penitent, and so the idea really is it's a place, an opportunity to repent and turn. And some do. Some change. Yes. Others pay the debts of society, remorseful, they're released, and deserve to be, uh, you know, allow a second chance. Uh, there's a term I've learned recently where we sometimes call people ex-offenders or ex-cons. Uh, 
But the best term is returning citizen. That's it. Right. Returning That's it. We're, we are. want to cast people in the light in which we want them to live. What are your thoughts about that? Well, you know, the, the, the people that are incarcerated, they're wearing a label of uh, not just a number, but they're wearing this label of uh, uh, being instituted. They're in an institution, so they're considered criminals, incarcerated. And so when they um, return, well, they're valuable. They're valuable people. And we need to look at them. They're going to be uh, some of our neighbors. They're going to be involved in uh, places where we frequent. They're going to be employed there. So we need to look at them as more than that number or the crime that they did. We need to have forgiving hearts. Yes, yeah, so true. And the truth is that people who have returned to society and are back to work, you wouldn't even know no. <laughs> that they'd ever been involved in corrections no. and that there are people out here who have not been caught yet Right, so we got problems, not just people coming back, we got folks still out here, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so let's not look down on people. There's no, no. place for that. No, it's no not. No place at all for that. No, it's not. Let me ask you this. What can we as churches do and organizations do to help Friends Fellowship? How can we help you do what you're doing to serve people? Um, just knowing, just, just educating yourself on... Um, uh, the whole prison system here in not just the state of Indiana, but in the United States. Uh, coming alongside of us, if you don't have a program in your church, maybe you want to support a ministry, um, either by encouraging your members to be volunteers or uh, just by uh, financial donations. Um, and being open that um, these people that have uh, confessed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they still need to be discipled, and they need church homes. So, you know, there are many ways that um, our churches and organizations can come alongside not just Friends Fellowship, but other ministries that are making a difference inside the prison, you know. In, in the lives of uh, returning citizens, you know, just uh, being open to show the love of Christ. And like I said, we, um, the, the, the programs and that we offer inside takes financial help. Uh, we are um, a non-for-profit, and we're supported, you know, by uh, some churches and uh, our volunteers and uh, other things that we do. And it's so true. I thought about what Jesus said in Matthew 25, 36. He said, I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Jesus putting himself in the position of need. So there's no doubt that supporting ministries like Friends Fellowship is a part of God's will. It's part of our mission work. All of our missions are not overseas. No. We have missions at home as well. And I trust you will engage with Friends Fellowship uh, and reach out to Chaplain Epps and find out how you can be a part of this great work. I know that churches like the Caring Place, 
are strongly involved with yes. uh, French Fellowship, New Covenant Church. We're helping. Others help as well. So add your name and church to the list, the growing list of those who are supporting Friends Fellowship. Let me ask you, any events, are there any events coming up, any special occasions we should be aware of? In September, we are planning what we call a mocktail and uh, masterpieces, and we're working with some local artists that uh, will um, um, volunteer to um, not only um, display their art, and their art will be for sale, uh, uh, it's going to be donated to the ministry, but um, those that participate get an opportunity to create their own art. Wow. So that's coming up hopefully in, in September. We don't, I don't have a date yet, but in uh, October, we our annual fundraiser um, is a spaghetti dinner and live auction, and it's a dessert auction. And so it has been uh, very um, uh, a, a, a part of Friends Fellowship for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has been a godsend for the people that support us to come out. And, and uh, we auction off cakes for $200, $300, you know. Uh, but it's because they have... Uh, a love for what we're doing that they would make those donations. Outstanding. So, mm-hmm. again, you want to link up with the ministry, again, at womensprisonministry.org, or their Facebook page is also there shown. Yes. And connect with Friends Fellowship. I think you will be uh, blessed. I know you'll be blessed to be involved with this work. And God will bless you, you know, for whatever you can do to be a support. So, finally, Chaplain, let me ask you, you want to share anything with the viewers and listeners as we close out our conversation? Well, I guess the from my heart what I share is that uh, this ministry has been a um, very rewarding ministry for me, being able to go in and offer um, some support and some love to those that feel hopeless. Um, I uh, I strongly recommend those that the Lord has put on your heart, if he's put prison ministry on your heart, to get involved, uh, that you might be blessed. Sometimes we feel like we're the ones that's taking this message in to bless other people, and I'm telling you, we get blessed in return. Uh, and the women are very appreciative uh, for uh, just your time and uh, the ability uh, to just want to spend time with them. So if you have a heart to serve, you know, it's not the most popular ministry out there. The rewards might not uh, be seen readily, but uh, there are rewards in seeing a life changed. So I would encourage that. Thank you so much been speaking with Chaplain Dolores Epps from Friends Fellowship, and I trust you were informed and inspired by what you've heard, and again, you will be motivated to support, to pray for, certainly the ministry, but also consider some other support, whether volunteering, financial support, uh, coming to an event, supporting an event, and so forth. So I trust you were blessed by this conversation. Again, Conversations in Focus is a program 
that does just this. We want to expose you to people who are making a great difference in the community and in God's kingdom and encourage your support. Again, connect with Chaplain Epps, with Friends Fellowship, and stay tuned for upcoming programs here on Vision Stream Network, and we'll see you next time. God bless.